The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, and strong language. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And welcome back to the Potterotica <laughs> Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Allie. I'm Lindsay. And we just played chicken to intro the podcast. <laughs> um, welcome back. This is episode four, season seven. seven. And Lindsay opened up the story today and goes, oh, we're right in it. Yeah, we're getting right into it. Yeah. I don't want to skip ahead to the pensive, but we're mid-coitus and we're going to get more equitus. Ho-tail, mo-tail. Six. So um, <sighs> before we do that. Al, you want to remind those kids about that important thing that we're uh, excited about for season eight? For season eight? Oh, no. <laughs> Uh-oh. Our pre-recording country Uh-oh. voices. <laughs> Yikes. So for season eight, we are doing a Grindle door story. Uh, we're somehow calling it Grindle Dong continuously. And um, <laughs> so we're still accepting. We're, Gr- I mean, Grundle Dong. Grundle. Isn't your Grundle your? That's perfect. Grundle Dong. In between, yeah, oh. your sack and your, your man bits, yeah. Don't just say sack. sack. Your, your yeah, sack your sack. Your, yeah, the your sack and your shaft, right? Your yeah. sack and shaft. <gasps> ah, what a glorious place! Um, and so, we just a reminder to um, if you are interested in submitting a story, uh, our deadline is August twenty first. The parameters have changed a little bit. We're actually looking for a story that's twenty thousand words max. We had said twenty to thirty thousand initially, so it's going to be twenty thousand max. So if you submit it, we would be so thrilled and so excited. We'll scan through all of them. We will select one based on kind of premise, and then we will make sure that everyone who does submit that doesn't get selected for season eight still gets tons of love and notoriety. And we make sure that um, people know all the hard, talented, sexy work you put in. So basically, if you're at like nineteen thousand right now, just be Stop like yada yada yada. They all love happily ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they bounce. I do think though it would be nice. I think people will do this, but to like to give us a little summary, right? People will do that. Yeah, like the way yeah, they yeah. do on Ao3. Totally. S- okay. Yeah, like summary and tags would be helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and there's no losers, just one extra winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, exactly. <laughs> so we'll I'll post a reminder with the updated rules and regs on our Instagram and Facebook and stuff. We also have a fun song that we're going to be playing at the end of today's episode. It was submitted by Katie, who is currently the <laughs> handler of Jason the Cock. She is currently in possession of him. Ah, the cock handler. I the wonder cock what handler. he's been up to. Uh, Katie, we, Katie, we want to see some pics. Yeah, we want to see some dick pics. Cock Chick pics. pics. Chick pics. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's just a fun surprise. But yeah. it was basically, the fun part of it is that not only does she sing, but she plays an instrument. And yeah. it is the... <laughs> Ukulele. Allie lived in Hawaii for like two weeks. I and lived there says, for a year. <laughs> and says, oh, the ukulele. And we're like, do you mean the ukulele? Uh, they say the ukulele. Ukulele. Yeah. Anyway, it's so she's playing. So that's what she's doing. Yeah. Um, which, you know, Mahalo. <laughs> last week we said we were low on songs and you guys came to the rescue. Yeah. Heck yeah. So then we only have one more little tidbit before the Pensieve, and it is going to feature a fantastic dream that Danny Chapman just had. So I had a dream that the three <sighs> of us were meeting with like an important reporter, like it was somebody important to the podcast. And so we were playing our natural roles where Allie was like, Danny, get your shit together. <laughs> Lindsay was like there as well, but like not, she was just like, you know, excited, but not. Yeah. Scaring me into this. And I had a bag 
of Cheetos that I was eating. And so <clears throat> Allie kept trying to like make good, important points to the reporter. And I was going through her portfolio. She had like one of those leather portfolios. And in it, she had everything from her life her wedding photos, <laughs> her taxes, her, it was everything. And so there I am with my Cheeto fingers being like, oh my God, it's so nice. You can have your wedding photos right next to your tax forms. How convenient. And Allie's like, stick to the script. An, or- an orange. Just swiping through. So I think it means that I want to get my head in the game and not distract Bert, from the pod. Can I please read the exact text you sent? Because the way you framed it was so funny. You said, I had a dream last night that we had an important meeting with this woman reporter and I kept asking her personal questions and eating Cheetos and touching her things and getting Cheeto dust everywhere. And you guys were like, Danny, stop. But we were, but we were jiving minus the Cheeto dust. She had this portfolio and she had all her wedding photos, text forms and to-do lists and I was just pawing my way through. <laughs> It has seeped into my subconscious. Shit I've ever read. So yeah. So you know, let us know if Paterotica has crossed into your dreams. I saw somebody posted today that it had. They were super confident about something that happened in Half Blood Prince that Harry and Draco were in a fight because Draco was pregnant with <laughs> Harry's baby. And then I forgot who posted it, but then she woke up and was like, "Husband, what a weird book." And he's like, "You've been reading too much fan fiction." So there's Danny got. My sister and I hooked on this show on Netflix called 100% Hotter, which is a like a makeover show. But in it, there's three hosts. There's a hair guy, a style person, and a makeup person. Yes. And Danny and I were texting the other day laughing that we're like, it's the three of us because the girl who does style, we think is you, and she's always sort of like on it. Like she's like, like you can tell she, it's it's her job to like get to the next segment and do this stuff. <laughs> and sometimes it'll just cut and like, the hair guy and the makeup girl are just like laying in each other's laps, just like talking and being like, will you try that on my face? And she's always like, so here we have, like she's always on the thing and we're like, this is so They us. like, yeah, they move Wrap the, they move the contestant into the room with hair and makeup and they're like, ugh. They like unfold from each other. Yeah, they're always just like laying around and like talking to each other and like playing with each other's hair and it's like, it's time to do the segment. Yeah. yeah. So. So, yeah. Okay. Let's pensieve. Pensieve it up. Because I'm really excited because we left off with What are you Neville. doing with that fist, Sorry, girl? yeah. We left off with Neville and that's what Neville said to Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Neville and Harry in the hotel room. Neville has just confessed his crush and like Harry grabbed his junk. Yeah. Yeah. Harry grabbed his junk. And they, and they kissed. They kissed? Yeah, they kissed. Blue jean, blue balls. Yeah, we stopped at blue balls. Yeah. And before that, we had a lovely Luna and Ginny moment where they finished their birth lay and they had a great time. And Luna SpongeBob open mouthed Ginny's yeah. velvet purse. <laughs> yes, she did. Oh, yummy. <laughs> so let's find out. Do, yeah. do they get blue jean blue bald or just bald? <laughs> <laughs> and with that segue, let's do it. <laughs> <sighs> Harry dropped to his knees while Neville stared down in wonder. Harry undid Neville's jeans swiftly and pulled his cock out with ease. Oh, so he wasn't, he didn't just touch him under the jeans. No. He was propositioned. Oh, that's yeah. right, you guys. That's, oh, <laughs> <laughs> He had said, like, Harry was like, want me to suck you off? 
at the yeah. very end of it. Such a for Harry's like wasn't even sure he was into it, and then was like, "Hey, formally, would you like?" You know, actually, I'm okay. I get sucked oh. off so much. I'm okay. Oh my my lifelong crush. Uh, suddenly, another one. Yeah, fine, fine. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, don't read, read it out ahead. loud. Don't read it. Yeah, ahead. read it out loud. <laughs> Harry stroked up and down the shaft. His green eyes seeming fascinated. He had the eyes of his mother. He had Lily's (laughs) eyes. His mother's green eyes seeming fascinated. (laughs) He lowered the head of Neville's cock to his mouth, wrapping his lips around it to give it a slow, hard suck. The funny part is Neville just had his first kiss like six minutes ago, now it's his second kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Was his first kiss ever or his first kiss with a guy? I think it was ever. That's the way it was sounded. Okay, well, good for Neville. That's what happens when you grow up and get hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Immediately. It all comes at you at once. Like magnets. Shit, Neville gasped, gritting his teeth. Harry must have learned a thing or two from Ginny. <laughs> Neville wagered as Harry began to stroke and suck Neville like his life depended on it. Oh. Neville could do no more than breathe hard and stare down in amazement as the boy who lived sucked him off. <laughs> Neville wished he had something to grab onto as the wall was flat and unyielding. He was finding it difficult to even remain standing. Oh, he's standing. Oh, wow. I yeah, like Harry just, like, got to fall, his knees like, in front sl- of him. Remember? I picture him just like slipping out. and falling. Like <laughs> I thought they were on the bed. Not yet. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Wow. And the tea's brewing. <laughs> got a lot happening in this room. Fuck, Harry. Ugh, that feels so good. Neville moaned. His- Let me do a Danny's version. Fuck, Harry. Ugh, that feels so good. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Neville, Not mad. <laughs> Neville moaned as Harry continued to suck over the head, his full lips wrapping around it so deliciously. Neville was still convinced that at any moment he would get the wake-up call for breakfast at his inn, ending this beautiful dream immediately. Just a little bit longer, he bagged forces unseen and unknown, should they be listening. Harry, I think you should be warned. I think I'm going to come... Soon, Neville sputtered. Harry sped up the speed of his mouth to Neville's surprise. Neville's entire body tensed up, and he felt heat and tension building in his groin. Merlin, oh, Merlin, I'm gonna... Ugh! (laughs) Neville moaned as the tension peaked, sending hot pleasure through him. (laughs) I just like that, like, the way I read the word, U-G-H is like, ugh, or like, ugh, and you keep saying, ugh. Uh, yeah, how do you Sponsored say Sponsored by uh, uh, Brand Shoes. <laughs> I think it's I, I bet Oh, it's I bet. so cold out. That's, Time to grab my uh, This is our inconspicuous product placement. <laughs> yeah, I read it again. Merlin. Oh, Merlin. I'm going to. Uh, yeah, oh, the G is silent. <laughs> like Voldemort. Yeah. Neville moaned as the tension peaked, sending hot pleasure through him as his cock exploded into Harry's mouth. Oh, oh, fuck! Neville moaned as Harry's mouth didn't slow even a little bit. Neville shook uncontrollably until his body finally relaxed. Harry seemed reluctant to let go of Neville's cock, but Neville finally persuaded him, and Harry (laughs) stood up, quickly pressing their mouths back together. A moment later, Neville whispered in Harry's ear, Your turn. Oh, Neville. What's the jelly legs? Hmm? Isn't that the curse, Jelly Legs? Yeah, Jelly Legs Jinx. <laughs> jelly Legs Jinx? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like that, but yeah. with a blowjob. <laughs> blow legs. legs. Shut uh... up. Oh, my God. <laughs> we only have one set me of and jokes my, now. Yeah, me and my podcast 
Ansley. <laughs> Oh my god. Lally. Oh my god. I've got one bad I've got one co-host. Sorry. We've limited our jokes now. It's so oh, efficient. Sad. Harry tossed off his shirt and undid his trousers as he sat on the end of the bed. Harry's cock was thick, though otherwise not much longer than Neville's. Neville wondered how something that thick would feel in his arse, but decided to put that thought away for the time being, to only be pulled out again when he needed a wank. Neville I'm going to put that thought right into my arse. <laughs> Instead of spank bank, spank bank, what's a gringotts? You know, like cock gringotts? Like, what's a. Gringcocks? Gringcocks. Like my spank bank. Anyway. <laughs> it would just be gringotts, spank bank. Gringotts, a spank bank. <laughs> <laughs> Protected by cock goblins. <laughs> gringotts. 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 A spank go. bank. A spank <laughs> bank. <laughs> <laughs> Neville approached Harry with a smile, falling to his knees in front of him. His hands rubbed Harry's thighs as he moved his mouth to Harry's cock. It's a bit thick. Might hurt my jaw, Neville said with a shrug. It's like Doritos for you. I do hurt my jaw when I eat Doritos. (laughs) Harry's cock is like your Doritos. Thank you for putting it in those beautiful terms. (laughs) Ginny says the same thing, Harry said, as Neville took his head in his mouth. Like, what a way you to kill a You guys stop bringing up Ginny. It's so weird. It's so weird. Like, how? Bros. God. They're nervous. They're just nervous yeah. chattering. They're nervous, yeah. Neville took the head in his mouth, immediately tasting the saltiness of Harry's arousal on the tip. Just like you and the Doritos, Lynn. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> mm, so salty on the tips. <laughs> Whenever we can, let's bring it back to <laughs> Neville was surprised by how hot it felt in his mouth. He tried to imagine how Harry had just pleasured him and hoped to emulate that. Aww. It wouldn't be the first time he had tried to emulate Harry Potter. Neville began to suck, just focusing on the head while a hand stroked the shaft. That's good, Neville, Harry said, his finger stroking the back of Neville's hair. Neville wanted to say thanks, but also didn't want to remove his mouth, so he continued to suck instead. <laughs> That's when you give the A-OK sign with your hand. <laughs> All's good. Down below. <laughs> Roger. I picture like, you know, when they Davies. just learned when Thank they you. when they just learned to fly, you know, Neville was like wobbly and not yes. so good. Yeah. But Harry was just like freaking pro. That's true. So think, Neville's he, trying to do the same moves, and it's like, no, Neville. You're you. Yeah, do you do think you, he has his remembral right now? He's got some remembrals. <laughs> do you guys think that's the first cock that Harry has sucked? Or do you think? It sounds like, yeah. Because when they were talking at the bar, Harry implied that, yeah, I think I could probably get on board. Oh, yeah. Harry was like, do you ever think about that? Yeah. But- They're both doing pretty good for the first time. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Although it isn't rocket science. <laughs> It's like every eat a Dorito, same thing. It actually, though, is rocket science. <laughs> it is a little. The science of a rocket. It is. Blast off. <laughs> Neville tried to take it slower than Harry had. He wanted to show Harry how much he appreciated him, how much he loved him, Aww. even if the message might not be felt. Neville's jaw wasn't hurting as bad as he expected, but he didn't think he would care if it did. The only thing that mattered at the moment was pleasing Harry. Neville sucked with patience and love. He could feel Harry's breathing slowly increase as he released soft gasps and moans. Neville gradually increased his speed. He cupped Harry's bullocks, wanting to feel as they tightened to his body in the lead-up to orgasm. Neville sucked harder and harder as Harry's reactions became more intense. Shit, Neville, I'm going to come if you keep that up, Harry said. Neville increased his speed further, and Harry squealed as his cock pulsed (laughs) into Neville's mouth. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Harry's come without a second thought. Neville sucked until there was nothing left, then finally pulled off, smiling up at his friend. Just like me and Doritos. Yeah. <laughs> hey, old friend. <laughs> Turning that bag inside out, licking out all the Dorito dust. I'm wearing Dip- it as a hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, now we're losing the analogy. Analogy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Harry said. Yeah, Neville replied and laughed. Then they high tend. <laughs> <laughs> they were both silent for a moment, and Neville worried Harry was regretting what had just happened. So, Neville, was this just a one-time thing, or Harry probe? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> First or, a blowjob, then a probe? Or <laughs> or are we married now? Or like, so what is this? It's like. First comes blowjob, then comes marriage. First comes come. Yeah. Neville got off his knees and sat next to Harry on the bed, both of their flaccid cocks still hanging out. (laughs) I don't know. Do you want it to be? Neville asked. Neville, I lived with a piece of Voldemort in me for my entire life. I went on this journey to find myself and understand what I want. The truth is, I don't know what I want, but I do know that I just had a nice time with a really cute bloke, and I'm really glad I did, Harry said, brushing Neville's cheeks. With the side of his finger, mm, ne- Neville wanted to so badly confess his feelings, but he didn't know if the timing was right. I'm glad you did too. I'm glad we did. I would definitely do it again sometime if you wanted. And not just that. We should spend time together. Without Hogwarts, it could be easy to lose track of each other. Let's not lose track of each other, Neville said. Harry chuckled. Wizarding Britain isn't ex- exactly very large. We'd bump into each other eventually. But I agree. Let's not lose track of each other. <laughs> <laughs> Such a practical guy, that Harry Potter. Super practical. Harry said, then leaned over into a deep, slow kiss. As they parted, Neville yawned. I should really get back to the inn. I'm leaving Berlin in the morning, Neville said. So soon? You don't want to stay here with me tonight? We could watch Tully together, Harry suggested. 100% hotter's on. <laughs> <laughs> Neville loved that idea, but he didn't want to press his luck. Tonight had been perfect, and he would only be tempting fate. Nah, I'm good. Thanks, though, for everything. I hope it isn't too long until we see each other again, Neville said. Me too, Harry replied. Neville just did like the mature thing that I've never done in my life when it's like, now would be a good time to walk away. Like enough is enough. Yeah. I'd be like, sleepover, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning, Harry worked on a letter to try to explain to Jenny what had just happened. <laughs> he and Neville weren't exactly together like her and Luna. They weren't to that point yet, but something had begun the night before and he was looking forward to pursuing it further. Oh, God. Wait, I want to, I want like in my head, there's like that like letter writing music when it's like, it's like thank you notes and Jimmy Jimmy. Fallon. Yeah. (laughs) Last night, I took Neville's shaft (laughs) down my entire throat. Dearest Geneva. I thought of you the entire time and brought you up twice. (laughs) (laughs) Brought you up twice. (laughs) You were missed greatly while I was pulsing into him with my flesh. The nights are long without you. I've got Neville by my side now. You were sandwiched right in between our makeout session and the initial blowjob. You both have similar chest hair. <laughs> Made me think of you. Everything I learned about sucking cock, I learned from observing you suck mine. <laughs> Lovest Perry Hotter. Jin, you won't believe who I bumped into in Berlin last night. Neville Longbottom. And by bumped. Bumped, I mean bumped uglies. <laughs> we had drinks and explored the town. We then hung out in my hotel room for a while. I think maybe something is happening between he and I. I think I'm bisexual, just like you, just like Neville, just like Remus and Sirius and Parvati, (laughs) just like Neville. We'll talk about it more extensively once I'm back in London. I plan to be there when you step off the Hogwarts Express. I miss Um, you. Much love, Harry Potter. Wow. Deet, do, do, deet. The first thing Harry Potter did when he made it back to London was get himself a flat. 
It didn't need to be anything too fancy, just a nice place where he could live and perhaps start a family someday. Wow. Uh, No pressure. That's a lot of expectations for your first flat. So it's like at least a two-bed, (laughs) two-bed. He counted down the weeks until his girlfriend finished Hogwarts. His girlfriend? Wow, they're still dating. I'm so confused by their relationship status. He had been away for almost a year trying to find himself after being without the peace of Voldemort's soul for the first time in his life. Ginny hadn't been happy to see him go, but on the other hand, they wouldn't have seen each other much while she was at school anyway. After a long day of having new furniture moved in, uh-oh, Plughorn family coming in hot. Ginny's older brother and his best friend, Ron Weasley, came by to visit. Harry! Woo! <laughs> Harry, Ron said, giving Harry a big hug. Ron, I've missed you. We've all missed you, said Ron as they pulled away. So what do you think, Harry said. Ron looked around considering it. It's all right. I think my place is cooler, mm-hmm. he said with a smirk. I bet you do, Harry laughed. Harry made them both some tea so that they could chat about things and catch up on the last year. Unfortunately, much of what was on Harry's mind wouldn't be right to burst on Ron just yet. <laughs> so all I could think about is bursting on his friends from Hogwarts. <laughs> Who else was in our dorm? Who haven't like I bursted on yet? Burst on. <laughs> Don't say burst. <laughs> He couldn't tell Ron about his dalliance with Neville Longbottom in Berlin. Oh, great so, word. That's a great word. Very fancy. There's this really fun event in Detroit called Dally in the Alley, and it's like a big block party. It reminded me of that because of the word dalliance. Mm. Alley dallies in the alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He couldn't tell Ron about his dalliance with Neville Longbottom in Berlin some months back. He couldn't tell him that Ginny was also dating Luna, though Hermione certainly knew and had promised not to tell him. But the conversation did inevitably move to Ginny. You looking forward to seeing her? Ron asked. Definitely. I feel so bad for leaving again, Harry admitted. Ron sighed. I think it's good that you feel bad. I think you really hurt her. I know, Merlin. I've just thought about it every night, but I just keep remembering that she was off at Hogwarts anyway. What about the holidays, mate? Ron pointed out. Harry looked down at his tea. You're right. Did you find what you were looking for? Ron asked. (laughs) Harry made a small smile. Yes and no. I thought I would find some revelation, but the truth is that what I had discovered is that I've always been my own man. It was always me behind my decisions and choices, most of them anyhow. That's a good thing, isn't it? Sure. But did I need to leave the UK to discover it all? I'm not so sure. Because oh, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. <laughs> imagine. It's like, more digging mouth. Imagine sort of like. Not blaming, but like thinking that you behaved a certain way mostly because of this thing, and then the thing's gone, and you're still that way, and then you're like, oh, I blamed that for all of my bad decisions. I thought it was the Horcrux. That's like thinking that you were drunk and it was a placebo, and you're like, sorry for everything I said last night. Yeah. Oh. Well, I had a friend that like went to the doctor and was like, I'd like you to check my thyroid because I can't lose weight. And he's like, your thyroid's fine. He's like, shit. Shit. Uh, certainly, I've like got you a never problem. want a thyroid right. issue, but also like you're like I don't want a thyroid issue or something else. Drop, 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 jizz. Harry held his breath as Ginny exited the Hogwarts Express hand in hand with Luna Lovegood. Ooh, ouch! Threesome, ouchie. Yeah, I think we're gonna get one. The two of them shared a kiss before saying goodbyes. Ginny hung back to say goodbye to a few more people while Luna walked up and gave Harry a hug. Hello, Harry Potter, Luna said. Hey, Luna. My dad's expecting me, but I hope the three of us can hang out sometime. (gasps) That would be great, Harry said, and Luna departed. With an ice cream cone in her hand. (laughs) Ginny walked up to him with a smile. She then leaned up to share a brief kiss with him before standing in front of him and saying, guess we've got a lot to talk about. (laughs) They traveled to Harry's new flat. 
his new starter home <laughs> uh, via muggle public transportation. You know who helped him get that flat? The Property Brothers, the Weasleys. Yeah, the Weasley <laughs> Property Brothers. Sure, for sure. Harry wasn't sold on the idea of getting a car just yet. It felt good to bring his girlfriend to his new flat, even if he knew she would probably continue to spend most of her time at the borough. It's nice, Ginny said. Yeah, do you want anything? I can make some tea. Ginny sat on the sofa and shook her head. No, I'm fine. I just want to talk. Oh, Harry said and sighed, going over and sitting next to her. Harry's like, I really wanted some tea for my own, but no, (laughs) no, I'll get tea later. It's fine. (laughs) I've had a lot of time to think about the choice you made last summer. At first I was sad, then I was angry. Oh, I was mad, and I kept imagining the row we would have when you would get back, Jenny said. Harry gulped and wondered if he should have chosen a different spot to sit in. Jenny laughed. So extra. Uh, You are so (laughs) Gulp? Gulp? (laughs) In case people didn't, like, know what a gulp was. Mm, Yeah. Perfect. Gulp doesn't translate Mm -hmm. easily via podcast. Thank goodness we have you. Yeah, I know. Jenny's like, I've been waiting this whole time for our makeup sex. (laughs) Probably. Cash in. Don't worry, I'm not going to fight you. I made peace with it all. After all, we would have barely seen each other anyway. But still, I need you to know that you hurt me. I understand what you did, and only you know if it was worth it to you. But you hurt me, Ginny said, turning to Harry so that he could see the tears in her brown eyes. I know. I'm sorry. I was selfish. I was scared. And the worst thing is, is I don't know that I found what I was looking for. You found Neville, Ginny replied. (laughs) Harry's face turned hot. On accident... Harry countered. I'd love to hear about that story. Ginny said In with a smirk. detail, she <laughs> said. Uh, someday, maybe. I'm sure you can use your imagination. Whoa, 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 whoa. If my boyfriend was not going to tell me about his hookup while we were still considering ourselves boyfriend-girlfriend, I'd be real sad. Also, like, this is what a real pensive is for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, Here. Yeah. Don't want to talk about it. Let's just see what happens. Yeah. You just look. Do you think everybody has a pensive at home? No, no. I think that's like a really special artifact. Got it. But I think it'd be great if everyone did. He's like, hey, um, Dumbledore, can we borrow this just um, for just real, I just don't have time to tell her everything. <laughs> also, I love the idea that Harry was like testing, like, is it him or Voldemort, you know, doing yeah. things in Berlin? And like, oh, I was. <laughs> He's like, you know, he like go shopping for shoes, and he's like, impulse buy. <gasps> Is that me or Voldemort? <laughs> <laughs> it's just me. I picked out shoes, and they were also green leather. What does that mean? Is he still in me? No, I, Harry Potter, just love green leather. <laughs> oh, I guess I'll have another cookie, Voldemort. <laughs> I guess Voldemort will have another cookie. <laughs> no, Harry, you were sweet too. No, you love cookies, Harry. <laughs> Those are the only two tests I could think of. Yeah. To see, are you still corrupted by the dark and he's in discipline? Ginny <laughs> <laughs> grinned and thankfully didn't push him to share details on his night in Berlin with Neville Longbottom that he wasn't quite ready to share yet. That's fair. So I guess we need to assess where we are now. We've been sort of together, but not together for two years. Ginny said, "Yeah," Harry replied. I need to be honest with me. If you're going to leave again, just tell me. I'm not going anywhere. I accepted the job in magical law enforcement. I bought this flat. This is my life now. I'm done running from being Harry Potter. (laughs) She smiled. That's wonderful, Ginny said, placing a pale hand on his dark cheek. Harry closed his eyes as Ginny's hand lightly touched his face. He had almost forgotten the way she made him feel. It was like nothing else. 
Oh, yeah. Suddenly, his lips were on hers, her face still wet from the tears. And then Jenny was tossing her blouse aside and pulling off her bra while Harry unbuttoned his shirt. Harry felt like there was something almost ritualistic to this moment, like they simply needed to do this for things to be all right again. Jenny slipped her knickers off from under her skirt. <laughs> I mean, I guess their last time together, they didn't even have sex. They just yeah, had a just hot dog. a hot dog bun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They didn't even have sex. They just had a hot, hot dog. dog. <laughs> Remember when I was like, mm, I'm hungry. It was the corn dog thing. <laughs> I think your stomach also just growled. That was him. Oh, that was you. No. No, I'm not hungry. Oh. Oh, anytime hot dog, it's like my Pavlovian response. Oh. So gross. <laughs> your body reacts. Yeah, like a physical. <laughs> Jenny slipped her knickers off from under her skirt while Harry pulled his trousers off. His cock felt somewhat harder than it had before. Akio lube, Harry called out with yeah. his wand in the air. Hey. Is that the first Akio lube we've had? Like, yeah. Those yeah. two words together for yeah. sure. Yeah. His jar of lubricating potion flew into the living room and was quickly caught by Ginny. <laughs> is she a seeker? I think she was. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Ginny dipped her fingers into the jar and stuck her hand beneath her skirt. Harry touched himself as Ginny fingered one foot on the... Oh my gosh, she's got like one oh, leg up oh, on oh, the sofa, God. like a leg up. <laughs> as he fingered one foot. <laughs> Harry touched himself as Ginny fingered one foot on the sofa, the other on the floor. <laughs> the sopping wet sounds nearly drove oh, Harry God. mad as he, as he was grateful when Ginny remembered to slide the jar over to Harry, who scooped some of it up and used it to thoroughly slick up his cock. I mean, how guys, big is this guy's dog? He's going to slip and slide right out of that flat. Help him while the window shut. <laughs> he was thick and always needed a fair bit of it. I mean, here's the thing. He probably would need less if he, like, went down on her first. Yeah, guys. It's called natural lube. And then we got time for that. They've been apart for two years. True, true. Fair. Harry laid back against the armrest as Ginny climbed on top of him. Ginny swiftly positioned herself over his cock and gradually began to ease it inside of her, the sight fully obscured by her skirt. Oh, now how are we going to picture it? Great. <laughs> Harry had forgot how nice she felt. He had not forgotten how beautiful she was, however. His eyes roamed over her with love as she rode his cock with a bright smile on her face. <laughs> she touched herself through the fabric of her skirt. Harry wished he could please her with his mouth, but that didn't seem to be what she had in mind. Instead, Ginny rode him swiftly, probably knowing that Harry wouldn't be able to hold out forever. Ginny lifted up the skirt so she could really get at her clit, frantically stroking it as she bounced up and down. Harry loved the way her bottom lip quivered right before she came. Once she moaned and squeezed down on his cock, there was no use trying to hold on any longer. Pleasure surged through him, and he came hard. Ginny, Harry <laughs> called out as his hands clutched her arse. Ginny continued to ride him until he went soft and fell out of her. They, <laughs> they kissed for what seemed like an eternity until it seemed like their eyes no longer were interested in staying open. That's quick and dirty. When Harry awoke in the morning, Ginny was roaming about the flat wearing one of his T-shirts. Morning, Ginny said, plopping down on the opposite end of the sofa with a book in her hands. What are you reading? Charles Dickens, A Tale of Two Cities. Some muggle-borns told me about him. Ginny Charles said, Dick, A Tale of Two Titties. <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> you know, not everything has to be sexual on the sex podcast. Yeah. Yes, it does. He's good. I always liked Oliver Twist. Or Oliver Tits. All over Tits. I knew you were going to say Oliver Tits, and so I couldn't. Peter it. He's good. I always liked Oliver Twist, personally, Harry admitted. Ginny Quiet. You know, we're both orphans, so. <laughs> yeah, it's a very triggering book, but sometimes <laughs> I like to just wallow in my heartache. <laughs> 
Ginny quietly read the book while Harry stood up, realizing he was still naked. He got dressed and went to the bathroom, coming out to ask Ginny if she wanted tea and breakfast. Sounds great. Cool. Coming right up. <laughs> he walked over to her and gave her a brief kiss. This was good, he thought. This felt normal. He liked the idea of normal things and living a normal life. Though he would never admit it out loud, he truly hoped that this was the beginning of the rest of his life. If there was mm. one thing he was certain of, it was that he would never abandon Ginny again. Oh, mm. poor Neville. Poor Luna. True. Poor, well, poor everybody. we don't know how Ginny feels. We just know that Harry doesn't want. Okay. Deet, do do deet. Oof. Ginny fell back onto Harry's bed, drenched in sweat, every muscle she possessed seemingly aching. Today's practice with the Hollyhead Harpies had been wonderful in a grueling sort of way. Oh, that was misleading. <laughs> yeah. I thought, too. I thought they had boned. <laughs> wow. She's been taken after Harry's innuendo. Ginny <laughs> had a reputation amongst the other girls for seemingly never running low on energy, but she felt pretty tapped out at the moment. After nearly two straight weeks of games and practices, even she had run out of energy. Quidditch season would soon be over, but for the moment at least, she was back at Harry's flat, where she only sort of lived. Technically, she still lived at the borough, but she liked spending time in the place where her boyfriend lived. His flat was nice in an untidy sort of way, which was fine with her. You'd never know an important or with the Ministry of Magic lived there, but Harry could be allowed a little disorganization. He'd have a hard time of it, after all. Wait. Ah, welcome to my horror abode. <laughs> <laughs> There's my, didn't he have the red velvet bed spread? In yeah. The <laughs> yeah. Wait, you guys, do you think he got a two-bedroom because they're going to invite Neville and Luna to live in this house with them? That'd be great. Starting a family. Aww. <laughs> That's their idea of starting a family. A family of swingers. <laughs> Ginny exhaled, looking over at her nightstand where Harry had left all of the owl posts that had come for her over the last week since she had stopped by. Ginny didn't get everything sent there, just the important things and anything that might embarrass her mom and dad. Ginny slid off the big bed and looked down at the assorted catalogs and newsletters. She didn't have the presence of mind to sort through them now. She needed a shower. She should have hit the showers after practice, but she really liked Harry's shower. Muggles knew a thing or two about plumbing, Ginny had discovered. Harry had a muggle shower head, and that was really fantastic. <laughs> Harry Potter could have lived anywhere he wanted. He had the money and lots of people in the world who were willing to accommodate the desires of an actual honest to Merlin living legend. But Harry wasn't interested in luxury or special treatment. The boy who lived just wanted a nice place that he could call his own. Aww. Ginny pulled off her T-shirt, frustrated with the way the fabric clung to her body thanks to heavy perspiration, causing her to stumble awkwardly. With a yank, her shirt came off and she bumped into the nightstand, knocking a catalog to the floor. Ginny groaned with annoyance and picked it up, not noticing what it was until it was properly in her hands. The heading said, Eros, Wizarding Delights and Temptations. <gasps> it's one of our <gasps> magazines. Oh, yes. oh, right, Ginny said to no one. She forgot she'd ordered that. She shook her head, then set it down. It had to wait. She finished removing her clothes, then quickly made her way to the shower. Ginny didn't have any of her own soap and shampoo there. It was all hairy stuff, most of it muggle in origin. She always felt strange using it. I feel like he uses herbal essences. <laughs> I was going to say head and shoulders. Oh, he's a yeah. two-in-one guy. No, he's oh, yeah. a three-in-one guy with axe, for sure. Oh, oh yeah. For sure. Yeah, he wants to use his body wash, too. It's probably like a four-in-one. I've seen four-in-ones where you can like no. also use it to shave. Oh, God. And like use it as like oil in your car. <laughs> so then that is definitely what Harry has. One yes, trillion yeah. percent. <laughs> she always felt strange using it, but she liked how she came out smelling like Harry. After the shower, Ginny put on a fresh pair of knickers and borrowed one of Harry's large t-shirts to sleep in. She didn't keep many clothes there. She made sure she had plenty of clean socks and knickers. She had pajamas there, but most of the time a t-shirt would do just fine, seeing as often 
how she was just staying the night. Most of her wizard clothes were at home. Harry still wore a lot of muggle clothes, and Ginny had occasionally taken taken to wearing muggle clothes herself, especially if they went out around London. Ginny scooted into bed, clutching the Eros Wizarding Delights and Temptations catalog in her hand. The end of this. A dot, dot, dot. So you think it's like a graphic It's like porn? a ca- – I, I think it's like, like a – it's a sex toy catalog. Yeah, it's like a dirty oh, mag. Oh, I was thinking it was like a Playboy. Like well, it's thinking- a, it says catalog. Okay. So I think. And delights. So- and delights makes me think you could order mm. some stuff. Mm-mm. All right. There's like a huge owl that comes to deliver everything. And it's like the Eros owl is like an eagle. Everyone like knows that they're like, oh, that house is getting a delivery from Eros. You know how when he when um, Hedwig delivers the broom. Oh, it's just. And it's like wrapped up like a broom. Like this is going to come in. Yeah, just like, like a, a dildo. Huge dildo. Like. <laughs> That, I see that. Yeah, great. <laughs> so discreet. Shall we? When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you ones up or down? Na, 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 na. Woo. My wand is up, guys. That was, uh, we had a lot of sex yeah. in, a lot of action happening. I, um, I'm confused at where this is going because... Neville and Harry just had the time of their lives. Luna and Ginny were getting super sexy, and now Ginny and Harry seem happily together. So, whew, so oh much goodness. left to be explored. Yeah. I think it may be how we cut the story, but we're getting like two and up. Yeah. So yeah. We're getting our vitamin D. Yeah, sure, sure <laughs> is. Does that mean your wand is up, sir? My wand is up. And I think that just because they fooled around – it seems like everybody's like kind of open sexually. Yeah. Or like they can separate the sex and the relationship. And so I think that's pretty good. So Great. as I'm long all- as everybody feels emotionally safe. Yeah. yeah. I'm also on Seth. That was all very sexy. I do have those same. Like I hope that the lines of communication are open for, well, at least for Luna. I feel like Neville was, that was pretty clear that they like had a good time. I hope to see you again. But like I feel like Luna and Ginny are in a relationship. So I'll be curious to see. Do you think once Neville confirmed his bisexuality and confirmed the experience, now he's just like experiencing it a lot everywhere? I mean, yeah, I I I imagine he's like tooling around the rest of Europe with maybe Draco. Who knows? For sure. Sure. Yeah. He's definitely sending in dick pics because he's like probably a little insecure because Harry was bigger than him. So he like wants confirmation that like he's got something good going on down there. Yeah. Right. Right. Harry was thick. Yeah. He was pretty thick. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay, well, stay tuned for Katie's song. Yeah. On her... Uh, on her... And keep writing, you writing son of a bitches. Yep. That was meant to be cute and not aggressive, but I think it came <laughs> off aggressive. And we'll talk to you next week. Yay. Yay. Okay, okay guys. guys. Sorry. <laughs> Hey guys, Katie, your second drunkest fan here. Uh, I am presenting to you someone to plug horn to the tune of Pixar's Someone to Lava. I hope you enjoy.
For more erotic goodness, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Poderotica Podcast, or join our private Facebook group, The Poderotics. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit us at PoderoticaPodcast.com. And if you like what you're listening to, make sure you're subscribed. And if you're extra horny, leave a review, but only if it's nice. 10 points for nice reviews.